So good to have you all here with us today. I'm Nick. I'm, I have the pleasure of being the youth pastor here at our church, and today being Graduation Sunday is a very special day. I guess all days are special, right? And uh, we have the opportunity to honor and celebrate many of our graduates here today. And so uh, I'm going to share a little bit about some of our college graduates, those who are finishing some sort of college or military graduation. And if you did not pick up one of these on your way in, feel free to grab one on the way out. It's got a lot of information about all of our awesome graduates and uh, what their future plans are. But um, I'm going to invite my leaders to come on forward as I um, share our college graduates with you all. Some of you may know some of them, some of you may not. And uh, we're excited for all of these people nonetheless. So Katie Mansfield, I just graduated from Ferris State University with a respiratory therapy degree. And she is now a certified respiratory therapist at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing. Uh, Luke Overway graduated from Michigan State University. It's good to see you today, Luke. Uh, and uh, he got his bachelor's in math, hoping to teach high school math, right? Good for you, dude. Way to go. That's awesome. Uh, Garrett Pike just finished his program with the United States Naval Nuclear uh, Power Program, and so he is now aboard a ship. He's somewhere in the middle of the ocean right now. Who knows where? And uh, he is stationed in Bangor, Washington, but he is out at sea right now as an electrician's mate nuclear power. Lauren Pike just graduated from Loyola University with an accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing, and she is moving to Grand Rapids to begin an RN position at Blodgett Hospital there in Grand Rapids in the adult care departments. Liberty Smith just graduated from Lansing Community College with an Associates in Human Services. So she's going to be continuing on at LCC to get certified in child development and early education and then finish up her bachelor's in Community and Human Services at Siena Heights University. And then finally, Madeline Smith, Central Michigan University is where she graduated from with her bachelor's in Public and Nonprofit Administration with minors in History and Museum Studies and a certificate in international NGO administration. So she was busy. <laughs> She's spending the summer working for 4-H as a program assistant and a museum tour guide in Washington, D.C., which is cool. I know a lot of our eighth graders are about to head there this week. And then she is doing a year of service in AmeriCorps. So give our college graduates a hand. <clears throat> we are so proud of them. And... Uh, it's going to be some of you all in a few years. How cool is that? So at this point in time, we want to recognize our high school graduates. And uh, high school grads, I'm going to have you guys come up one by one. Fist bump, handshake, hug. All right, you just tell us what you want. And uh, we're missing a few of our leaders here today, but we got a couple of them up here, and we have a gift for you as well. So we're just going to go in alphabetical order. Mr. Aldred, you're first. Joshua Aldred, come on up. Josh graduated from Marshall High School, and uh, he is going to be taking a gap year and then plans to go to a police academy for canine training. Pretty awesome, right? So Josh, give him a hand. Hey. Go ahead and take a seat. Go, yeah. All right, Sarah. Sarah Gill, come on forward. Sarah is graduating from Springport High School. And she is an exchange student from Spain, so she has been a blessing to have with us this year. And you're going to be moving back to Spain to finish high school after this, right? Pretty exciting. Sorry you're not graduated, graduated yet, but you'll get there. So give Sarah a hand. McKenna Gruneveld. 
McKenna is graduating from being homeschooled, and she is going to be attending Kellogg Community College to explore a business and entrepreneurship degree before transferring to a larger university. McKenna Grunewald. Noah Koo. Noah graduated from Marshall High School, and he plans to attend Michigan State University. There you go. And he's going to be at Lyman Briggs College there to pursue a major in human biology. Noah Koo. Grace Larder. Grace is graduating from Marshall High School as well as the Calhoun Area Career Center Culinary Program. And Grace just accepted a job working in the kitchen at Schuler's. So if you're eating at Schuler's anytime soon, if the food's good, it was Grace. If it's not good, it was somebody else. So Grace Larder, we're happy for you. Ariel Uzadder. Ariel graduated from Marshall High School, and she's going to be attending Indiana Wesleyan University, where she's going to study graphic design and grow her faith. And I love that that's part of your future plans is growing your faith. So Ariel lose at her. Next one is Colin McLean. Colin is not here with us today because he graduated, so he's gone. No, he, uh, he's down out of state with his cousin's graduation this weekend, but uh, Colin also graduated from Marshall High School, and he is planning to become a journeyman electrician. So we're super excited for him. Give Colin a hand. Also now with us today is Matthew Noel. Matthew is stuck at work. He works at Subway by Wendy's, and he had to work today because two of his coworkers had babies. So... He had to cover because nobody else could. And I would encourage you today, if you don't have lunch plans, um, maybe, even if you do, maybe just swing by Subway and just go say hi, congratulate him. He'd love to see you, I'm sure. Um, Matthew is graduating from Marshall High School, and he's planning to take a gap year to keep working this next year. Dylan Sanford. <laughs> Dylan just graduated from Springport on Friday night. And uh, he is enlisting in the Navy, as you can see. That's awesome that you get to proudly wear that. He's enlisting in the Navy, and then afterwards is planning to become a social studies teacher, which is really awesome. So Dylan Sanford. Congratulations. Alex Smith. Alex is also graduating from homeschool, and he plans to pursue a career with DLA. That's Defense Logistics Agency, right? Got it. And eventually become self-employed. So he's already got his job working, uh, working at the gym at, um, at the Federal Center in Battle Creek, right? Yep. So awesome. Alex Smith. Congrats. Stephen Smith. Stefan just graduated yesterday, right? Yesterday from Marshall Academy, 
And he's going to be attending Grand Valley State University this fall, pursuing a degree in computer engineering, hoping to have a career in ethical hacking. Hacking can be good and it can be cool, but we don't always like those people, right? So you're going to be a good one, and we're excited for you. Stephen Smith. Hey, dude. Cameron Stewart. <clears throat> Cam is graduating from Springport High School, and she plans on attending Lansing Community College to start her teaching degree and teach high school math later in life. So there you go, another high school math, all right? High school math is awesome. For all of you who don't like math, math is cool. All right, so Cameron Stewart, we're excited for you. Congrats. I studied engineering in college, so I definitely think math is cool. Brooke Wado. Brooke just graduated from Marshall High School on Friday night, and she is going to be attending Muskingum University to major in exercise science. Now, I'm curious, how many of you have heard of Muskingum University before? Yes, besides the Wado family, you guys. <laughs> Besides you guys, just a handful. Yes, Muskingum is, is a cool school in a not-so-cool state. And uh, we are so excited for you and uh, what you're going to be doing. So, Brooke Wado. Grace Wetzel. Grace graduated like weeks ago. Man, you've been graduated for a long time. Grace graduated from Western High School and she is gonna be attending Finlandia University majoring in nursing and psychology. And if you're wondering if Finlandia University is in Finland, it is not. But it is in the, in the UP, so it might as well be. So we're super excited for Grace. Congratulations, Grace Wetzel. Last but not least, O to B is Z, Sarah Zabalski. Sarah graduated from Marshall High School, and she's going to be attending Western Michigan University, obtaining a Bachelor of Science in Elementary Education, and then a Master's in Special Education, which is really awesome. We're excited for you. Sarah Zabalski. Congratulations. We're super excited for all of these graduates. I think 15 might be the most our church has ever had, which is really exciting. And <clears throat> it just speaks to the way that God is growing our church. God is growing the families here. God is growing our youth program. And so thank you all for being a part of this, for celebrating and honoring our awesome students. And God's got great things in store for you guys. I'm super excited for what he's gonna do. And uh, at this point in time, I am going to invite you to take a trip down memory lane. We're going to check out a, a slideshow that's been put together with pictures from all of your pasts. And some of you know which pictures got put in and some of you maybe don't. So this will be fun. And uh, so please check this out as we get to see a little bit more of who each of these students is.
Well, congratulations, you guys. It's always so fun looking back and seeing all the past pictures and who you've been growing up and who you are now, and also always fun to see when your dad used to have hair. Um, <laughs> those always get me. Uh, but we're so excited for you guys, so proud of you and all that you've accomplished. So glad that you guys are, are sitting here with us today. You guys are graduated. Feels pretty good, doesn't it? And then now you're faced with the question, now what? And I know we heard about some of your guys' plans for what, what comes in the next weeks or months or years, but I remember being in your seats and thinking, now what do I do? Because life is always mapped out for us. You know, we go from preschool to kindergarten to elementary school and middle school and so on. And yet, now we have to figure out what we're going to do. The decision is yours. What are you going to do with your life? And naturally, you guys have it all figured out now, right? You guys are graduates. You're adults. You've got life totally figured out. So uh, I actually, I'm going to put you guys on the spot for a minute here. All right, forget about everybody else here. Since you guys know what you want to be when you grow up and have life totally figured out, what are some things that excite you or things that you're looking forward to about the future? Or maybe on the flip side of that, what are some things that scare you about it? So just, just, just like a youth group, just shout it out, yeah. Being away from family, absolutely. What else? That, that's a, a thing you're excited about or a thing you're... you're <laughs> Sometimes it goes both ways. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> All right, what else? What are some things you're excited about, looking forward to, or, or maybe scared about? Don't be shy. Meeting new friends. That's a, a good thing or a not so good thing? That's a good thing. Awesome. I love it. All right, what else? What are you guys excited about or scared about? More freedom. Yeah, that's both an exciting thing and a scary thing. Yes. Absolutely. Is that a hand? Brooke? Oh, okay. Uh, one or two more want to share? What's something you're excited about or looking forward to? Something that you're scared about? What do you think, Don? Yeah, active duty is pretty scary. That's totally, totally fair. Yeah. Ariel, what do you think? Yeah, how to grow being in a new environment, new people, new place, outside of this, this life, this bubble that you've grown up in. Absolutely. Well, you guys are feeling maybe lots of different emotions. Excitement, that, that joy of freedom and the things that come with it. Relief, you're done with high school. Maybe anxiety or panic or fear or uncertainty. Whatever it is, it's totally fair to feel that way. Whatever it is that you guys are feeling. Because the unknown is a scary thing, and it's something that you can't control, right? Sometimes we don't know how to handle those things. Well, of all the professions that you guys mentioned, things you want to study or things you want to go into, jobs you want to have, I didn't hear anybody talk about this one. What do you call someone whose job it is to attach hearing devices to vehicles? I don't know. But I've heard you can make a car ear out of it. You guys weren't going to get off without one last Nick joke, right? <laughs> so I once heard a story about a family man who loved his wife, he loved his kids, but he also felt the, the draw to be successful and advance in his career. It was this ongoing pull, this tension between what he wanted and what he needed, and he faced constant decisions of, 
kids' games and concerts versus late nights at the office. And family camping trips versus long weekends working on big projects. The thing is, he was really good at his job. He loved what he did. He was good at it. But he also knew that he was constantly letting his wife and his kids down. And he was always choosing work over his family. He was letting them down. And he got to this point where life just became monotonous because he found himself constantly choosing wrong and getting caught in this drudgery of the endless cycle of life that he had created by choosing work over family and choosing work over family. He liked that money and success that came with his job, but he felt trapped. And so in, effort, in an effort to bypass the drudgery of life, he found himself breezing past the significant moments of life. And before he knew it, his entire life had flashed before his eyes and he found himself on his deathbed, hating the man he'd become, hating this life he had created, one so successful in one sense and yet such a failure in so many others. He thought he knew what he wanted out of life, but then when he fast-forwarded to the end, he found that what he'd spent his whole life pursuing, he missed out on the things that truly mattered because he'd left those behind and instead found himself feeling empty and unfulfilled and alone. Nice positive uplifting story in this day of celebration, right? So why do I share this today? We cannot rush through life the same way that he did. I don't want you guys to make the same mistakes that he made. God has a plan for each one of you guys. His purpose and his timing are perfect for you. And he's in control of your futures. He has good plans in store for you. Now, it's not about planning your whole life out and, and being so stubbornly constrained to your plan for your life that we're not willing to let go and adapt and trust God with maybe what he would have for you. Or maybe we try to skip ahead in life and miss out on what's happening in the present. It's so important to be present. It's important to have goals that we're working towards and things that we're motivated by while having that open-handed trust in what God does and how he makes his will for our lives clear to us as we're surrendered to him. And with that, remember that the people around you matter. And I'm not just talking about the people sitting next to you right now, your family, your friends, the people that God puts in your life are there for a reason, and they matter, each and every one of them. Now, some of us have not thought one inkling about the future. We just take life as it comes to us one day at a time. Others of us are constantly thinking about the future. We're constantly consumed with the future and worrying about what we're going to do and if we're going to have enough and who we're going to be with and who's going to be taken away from us. And if you're like me, and I know I am, you've wondered about the future and what you're going to be doing next year and in the next 10 years and in the next 50 years, and before you know it, we just get consumed with that worry. When you get to the end of your life, what will be true of you? What will your life be about? I'm curious, how many of you would consider yourselves readers? You like reading books. All right, that's some of us, not all of us. For those of you who like reading books, how many of you, if you're being honest, you are the type who reads a book by skipping ahead to the end, reading how the story finishes, and then you go back and start over from the beginning, or maybe not at all. Anybody willing to admit that? Yeah, there's a handful. All right. Just how it goes sometimes. It's tempting, right? 
Because we want to know how the story ends, to know what happens. We want to fast forward to the end. We find ourselves each sometimes having this desire to just fast forward to the end, or at least to the good parts along the way. That's perfectly natural to think on the future and to wonder what's in store. And so while there is danger in living for the future or, or being, living in the, the future and being consumed by worry for the future, let's just lean into this for a minute here today. When you look to the future, what do you want your life to be about? What do you want to be true of you? And let me be clear about this. We do not create our futures. God does. I don't just decide what to go be and go do it. God has a plan for each one of us and his plan is perfect. But if I have an idea of what I want to be, who I want to be, what I want to be about, then we can take steps of faith to help make those dreams become a reality, right? It's like if I have this dream to become a, a professional athlete, guess what? I'm past that. But if I have this dream to become a professional athlete, I work hard and I train and I practice and I eat right and I work hard and I train and there's discipline. It doesn't come from just sitting on my butt doing nothing. If I want to grow in my faith and have a deeper relationship with God, it doesn't come from just sitting there doing nothing. It takes practice. It takes time spent with God. If I want to be somebody who shares my faith, I don't do that by not sharing my faith. I get to know God better and I get people around me and I share my faith with them. And so God gives us these these hopes and dreams of what he has in store for us. We don't always know what he's got down the road, but we want to be willing to take those steps of faith to help make those dreams become a reality. Years ago, I remember hearing a man's obituary, and I honestly don't remember anything else about the, this obituary except that he loved the game Monopoly. Now, I laughed because I also love the game Monopoly. In fact, if you were to look at the game shelf in our house right now, you would see no less than eight different versions of Monopoly, not counting a handful more that I also own. I love Monopoly. But when I die, do I want to be known as a Monopoly lover? No, I don't. I want to be known for so much more, for deeper, more meaningful, more significant things. Things like being a good husband and father. Things like being a discipler and a shepherd of others. Things like being a follower of Jesus. I think of what the Apostle Paul said, some of his final words to Timothy. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I think of some of Jesus' final words in his parable of the talents. Well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I want my life to be about. That I want to be known for my love and for my faith. What do you want your life to be about? What do you want to be true of you? And this is where I want to sit for a minute. Again, we don't create our futures, but if a future in heaven with Jesus is something that I truly desire, it doesn't come from just sitting idly by and watching life pass me by. I have a part to play. We all have a part to play in that. And so if there's one word I want you guys to take away from today, it's the word faithfulness. Faithfulness. Now, if we were in youth group right now and I asked what the word faithfulness means, probably the first thing I would hear is being faithful, which is true. Faithfulness is the characteristic of being faithful, of being loyal and consistent, of fighting on, moving forward, continuing to trust. We take each day as it comes with its new challenges, whatever God lays before us, and we trust because he who promised is faithful. 
Faithfulness means daily choosing Jesus. I think of what he tells his disciples in Luke 9. He says, if anyone would come after me or be my disciple, must deny themselves, take up the cross daily, and follow me. Deny self, take up the cross daily, identify with Jesus, and follow after him. God has been faithful to us. Will we choose to be faithful to him? Faithfulness is also fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Faithfulness, there it is. Gentleness and self-control, it's there. Because of the Holy Spirit in us, God grows that faithfulness in us. And so it's this cycle of, I choose to be faithful by choosing to follow Jesus each and every day, and that choice grows that faithfulness in me. And I choose to be faithful to Jesus, and it grows that faithfulness in me. So what does it look like as we look to the future to be faithful, to grow in faithfulness as you watch God's plan for your life unfold? I want to give you just a few thoughts this morning. We'll call them baby steps of faithfulness. All right, number one. Walk by faith, live with eternal perspective. Walk by faith, live with eternal perspective. Walking by faith is simply that. We walk by faith. And with each step that I take through life, I'm trusting God and I'm trusting God and I'm trusting God. And it's like I'm walking through that dark room or that dark forest and can't see anything but that one step in front of me that's illuminated. I don't know what's out there, but I'm trusting that God does. He knows what's ahead of me. He planned that. He designed that. And I'm taking that one step that's illuminated before me and trusting that God's going to illuminate the step after that and the step after that. Because if we had the entire path of our lives illuminated before us, it would not require faith for us to walk that path. It would require obedience but it would not require faith. God calls us to trust him as we walk by faith each step at a time. His plan is perfect, and it's the best possible plan that he could possibly have for us. It brings him the most glory. It doesn't always feel the best to us, but to God it is. And I think of, of something that the, Jer- that the prophet Jeremiah says, something that God speaks through him. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope, In the future, he continues on, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now we often look at the first part of that and and take comfort in the fact that God has good plans for us, which is absolutely true. God has awesome plans in store for us. But it also requires something of us. It requires that we trust God, that we seek him, that we walk by faith. And walking by faith comes with a degree of eternal perspective. Now, eternal perspective is just a fancy way of of saying having a a lens of life that you live life in light of eternity, that you're focused not on the earthly, the temporal things, but on the things of eternity, the things of God, the things that truly last, the things that truly matter. So in having a perspective of the grand scheme of eternity— How does that impact the choice that I make in this moment? How can I trust God? How can I live for what really lasts, for what really matters? Second thought, who has God made you? Who has God made you? You guys have a lot of really awesome involvements, accomplishments, sports, extracurriculars, activities, things that you've done over the course of your life. What are some of the skills, gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given you? How can you use those for his glory? What are those interests and passions that God has given you? How can you put those to use in living for God and making him known? 
Third, dream big. I think somewhere along the way, a lot of us lose this ability. Maybe because we don't use it. But as we talked about the last few weeks, God can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. So if I can imagine big things, God can do immeasurably more than that. Why limit God? Dream big. What are some things that you'd like to see happen in your future? Things that you'd like to accomplish? Things that you want to trust God for? And I'm not just talking about one day being rich or driving a Lamborghini, but so much more than that. Things of actual eternal significance. Again, that eternal perspective. The things that last. What could God do in and through you? What are you trusting him for? Fourth, it starts with one. One person, one day, one choice. Who is one person that God could be calling you to intentionally invest in and pursue a relationship with that you take each day one day at a time and continue to trust him to make that daily choice to deny self, take up the cross, and follow Jesus? We all have that choice before us to follow Jesus or not to follow Jesus. As you guys graduate and leave and you're adults, it doesn't matter what your parents think. Sorry, I should... It doesn't matter what your parents think, right? It's up to you. You, The choice is yours to follow Jesus or not to follow Jesus. And I love how Joshua, when he leads the nation of Israel into the promised land, he says, you guys figure it out. Do what you want. Follow who you want to follow. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Be bold about proclaiming who it is that you follow, what's important to you, and give God your all. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for mankind. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. So what does God have in store for your future specifically? I don't know. I'm not him. But I do know that God is good and faithful and loving, that he's trustworthy, that his promises are true, that he has good things in store for each of you He has awesome things in store for you guys. I know that. I believe that. And I also know that he's given you all special gifts and talents and skills and abilities, interests and passions that he has designed for you to use for his glory. Don't just sit idly by, but take those baby steps to be faithful, to trust God as you trust him to do amazing things in you and through you for his glory. Take up that cross daily as you daily choose to follow him, follow him, and follow him. It may feel difficult to keep trudging along because life can be tiring. Things happen. It can get you down. But as you keep trudging on, as you keep being faithful, know that Jesus is so worth it. Remember that he is with you every step of the way, that he is where your life and joy is found. He has been faithful to you. Will you be faithful to him? Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your faithfulness to us. Lord, you are good and mighty and awesome. You came to this earth. You died on that cross for our sins. You rose from the grave to bring us new life, to make us new creations in you. Father, thank you for never leaving or forsaking us. Thank you that you have great plans for each one of us. Lord, I pray that for each of us today, you would 
challenge us in what that baby step is, what that next step is to grow in that faithfulness as we continue to be faithful to you. Father, you're so good. In your mighty, awesome name we pray, amen. Well, at this point in time, I wanna invite all of our graduates and their families to come forward. We wanna pray a special blessing over all of you. And so grads, you guys go ahead and step up and just kinda, you know, spread out up front here. Uh, Parents, family, siblings, if you're here, come stand next to your student. And um, we would just love to uh, pray over you a special blessing. This is awesome. 15 graduates, man, I love it. All right, let's pray. God, thank you so much for these awesome students. Thank you for the lives that you have given them. Lord, they've made it to this day. They've graduated and you have great things in store for them. Lord, I pray that you would Empower them by your spirit to step out in faith, to become more like you, to choose you each and every day. Lord, I pray that that would be true of each one of us. Lord, for these parents, these siblings, these families who are surrounding these students, Lord, I pray that you would empower them to care for, to mentor, to trust their kids, to follow you. Lord, we entrust them to you We know that you are sovereign, that you are good. And so, Father, we just give you praise for who you are. Thank you for the stories that have been written that are yet to be experienced. It's in your amazing name we pray. Amen. Well, families, go ahead and take a seat. Students, go ahead and take your seats. We are so proud of all of you and uh, super excited we get to continue to celebrate you. And so at this point in time, you guys ready for your march out? You might not have to hear pomp and circumstance much longer. (laughs) We're almost through that, right? So uh, we are going to have our graduates stand up. Everybody else, if you would just rise and uh, congratulate them on their way out.